Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is Hugs and Misses. Oh, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Hugs and Misses where we talk about the dates that ended at Hugs and the ones that did not. Alex, how are you tonight, my friend? I am happy to be out of the house and seeing new locations. Same, same, man. I outside is fun. Yeah, it's a it's a whole other world out there, man. Oh, I love it. It's been beautiful. <laughs> really makes you appreciate nature and all it has to offer you and, and life and, and outdoors and 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 the a butterfly landing on a baby's cheek. Did you witness that? No, I, I kind of think about it sometimes, though. Just something that's pure. That's very pure. It's just nice to kind of, like, get away from it. I'm gonna cry. Yeah, so I got, like, the dog and then that thought. And that's, like, what kind of helps me escape. Mm. And Animal Crossing. Oh, is that how you've been beating the indoors? Yeah, dude. And it's, uh, it's just mundane. And I love it. That thing sucks you. It's like going to... A casino in vegas where they like have no clocks on the wall so you just have no concept of time oh yeah and next thing you know it's been like 18 hours and you're like holy crap i've only planted a garden and chopped down a few trees <laughs> have you been playing uh i used to play on the wii oh okay so you i mean then you played before this is my first entrance into the game oh man hours of my life have been taken away because of that game i mean if if there was a time for this game to come out it's like a it's like now i know it's, it's like, like distracting mundane and like and, and, like, you don't need to leave your house. Yeah. Toilet paper and Animal Crossing is uh, is where you want to be at in finances. Yeah. No, and here in, um, besides the, like, the used, I can't believe you were able to find one, but a lot of the um, Nintendo Switches and the physical copies of the game have been sold out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always behind the times. It's okay. I mean, I just... I mean, what, what I'm telling you right now, like, because I am now an adult who can purchase my own like things Mm -hmm. it's now when i like play video games so you're not gonna i mean yeah i have like some memories some fond memories of of other games back Mm -hmm. in the day but i I never owned a console right until uh ps3 i think was my first was my first console nice um and then you know i'm an adult now so i can buy my own stuff even though it might not be wise i I think the ps5 is going to be the first console that i actually buy (laughs) Because my parents got me an Xbox, the OG Xbox, back in like 2001, whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've never owned another console. Hey, at least you got that far. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've uh, I've been playing a lot of Halo. Does over your wife the years. play? Does my wife play? Yeah, like video games. Yeah, actually, we got when we got married, she had uh, she's got an Xbox One, so I've been playing a lot of her games. So. That's, I don't really count it because it's hers. I never bought one for myself, but... That's pretty cool. Cassidy... Keep it, keep it in touch. Cassidy does not play video games regularly, mm-hmm. but when she does find one that she likes, I will not talk to her or speak to her for, like, two weeks. <laughs> and I think there... Uh, I can name a few. Uh, or maybe... I'll, I'll, I'll name a couple here. First one is the original Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, man. She'll like get a kick on that, and she'll just go, and then we'll. So she'll play on her iPad, and I'll play on the computer, and then we'll show each other our parks. <laughs> I'll show me. I'll show you mine if I sh- if you show me yours. Right. How, how big is your coaster? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, did you put? Oh wow. Look at you made an area for the food. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so cool. You can change the color of the balloons. That's ridiculous. Um, and uh, and then the other one is uh, Pokemon. 
So oh, I got her. Yes. So for Christmas, I got her in the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And I got her Pokemon Shield. And for like the whole month of January, like it was, it was like, I'm going to go play my game. And you're not going to hear a complaint from me because I play my video games and she, you know, doesn't like it all the time. And mm-hmm. you and I have played several games together, including uh, Minecraft and lost many an hour. In the mine. In the mines. Um, and we've got, uh, for those of you who want to join our server, um, please let me know. Please, uh, you know, when you're, you know, email us about that or message us on uh, social media about joining our uh, server. We'll call it the Hugs and Misses server. Hey, yeah. And we'll play Minecraft together because we're lonely. You can come see my Cthulhu statue. That's right. You did such a good job. You caught on relatively quick. Oh, thanks. I just need you to not die as much. Yeah, I can't help it. Um, and, but yeah, um, let's see. I'm glad you. I'm glad you and your wife have those things in common. Hmm. And my wife can have a little bit of empathy when I play my video games, and I can remind her about Roller Coaster Tycoon and Pokemon. Um, but our story today has little to do with empathy and much more to do with uh well you've heard the story what how would you what would what would be the word that you would use to describe it uh creepy yeah less empathy more creepy i love it beautiful um Dirt this bag. one comes from someone i know uh very closely someone who's very dear to both alex and i and we'll call her lou lou i love yep. it We'll call her Lou. And so Lou sent us this story uh, a few weeks ago, and we're just barely getting to it. Obviously, things have been crazy for a lot of people. Um, But we appreciate everyone still listening and still sending us stories. Um, So without further ado, please brace yourself for Creepy. I'm going to start off and say that I am a huge introvert, and I hate dating. But one day, I decided to take a risk. It did not pay off. About two years ago, I was working as a nurse at a children's hospital downtown. Our hospital was issuing a new medical charting system that relied on trainers and IT specialists to see it through. A very tall and handsome charty smarty pants fellow caught my eye on one of my night shifts, but seeing as we were both in a professional setting, I did not approach him. Oh, but did he approach me? Asking questions about my life, job, family, basically getting to know you stuff. There were so many red flags that I should have seen before I swiftly said yes when he asked me to, quote, hang out, unquote. First, not once did he do his job my whole entire shift. Each time I came back from a patient's room, he was there, waiting for me. As soon as I would sit down, the man would ask, no, demand personal information about myself, my religion, and my family. Second, dude didn't even know how to help with the charting system. Each time I asked him how to do something, he would just say, no idea, above my pay grade. Third, literally almost every single conversation ended with him talking about how my religion didn't allow sexual intercourse before marriage. Mind you, we are working at a children's hospital, and this weirdo threw so much sexual innuendo out that made both me and my co-workers uncomfortable. And me being this idiot who had no idea how to spot crazies when I saw him, gave him my number. I was smart about one thing though. He wanted me to come over to his hotel room where they were keeping the part-time workers, but I quickly devised a plan and invited him to a local college football game. This was smart, you see, because I didn't tell him I also invited my parents. Fast forward to the date. 
and he shows up with flowers. But once I introduced him to my parents, he gave the flowers to my mom, saying that this is something he does for his date's mothers. That's sweet, right? All seems good, he's enjoying the football game, talking about how he had a college scholarship to play football in Florida. Really nice to my parents, honestly a pretty good first date. We enjoyed ourselves, and my parents liked him too. I was actually feeling okay about the whole thing. He left to go to work after the game was done, and we hugged goodbye, see you at work, that kind of thing. Normal stuff. That is, until I got home. That night I get a call from him at about 11pm. I answered and asked if he was still at work, and he said he was on his break and wanted to talk. This conversation was one that was supposed to last only a couple of minutes, and it turned into three hours. The conversation had extremely inappropriate material, such as, has your dad ever cheated on your mom? Or are you in bed with another man right now? Or are you naked right now in your bed? Also, the man started yelling at me, literally yelling at me, saying I have to go to his hotel room and I can't say no. He also wanted me to visit him in Florida where he lived and couldn't believe that I would go see my best friend in Washington rather than visit him. He also talked deeply about how he's been cheated on before and doesn't want to be hurt by me. Yo, I've only known him for 36 hours at this point. There were a few more very inappropriate questions that he asked me that I won't repeat but you get the gist. I just tried to smooth over the conversation and ignore his inappropriate remarks. We worked together and I didn't want my workplace to be a place of tension when it's already a hard enough job as it is. Turns out I should have snapped ties with him as soon as he first opened his mouth. The next day, after telling my mom about our conversation and her being completely disgusted, I told him I don't ever want him talking to me again or contacting me. He then began to call me nine different times. He even tried contacting me on Snapchat. I just ignored all his calls, texts, and snaps and went about my next shift at work. The following Monday, he sent a text that simply said, Did you complain about me? Because I've been laid off. The next thing I know, he sends a snap of him on an airplane flying back to Florida. Good riddance. Florida man strikes again. Ugh. Gosh, every crazy headline. I can't tell you how many people I've met from Florida. Like, as soon as they say they're from Florida, I'm like, oh, that explains it. Right. No offense to anybody in Florida, but, like, get it figured out, man. Yeah, not everybody from Florida is crazy, but every person who's crazy is from Florida. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, okay. Wow. This one. This one's a little... This one's a little bit uh, 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 voyeur-ish, like creepy, like yeah, it's scary just, almost. It's just aggressive. Yeah, yeah, it seems really aggressive. Very unwelcomed attention. Oh, I guess there's. I mean, I mean, same old story, right? Yeah. This is on. This is an unfortunate pattern, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think this happens a lot. And Lou, uh, love you. Sorry, this. Sorry, this happened. Hmm. I don't know how to uh, begin besides saying that if you are, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the sooner you just cut off that kind of conversation, the better. Seriously. Like, I it... know it's hard sometimes when it's someone like you've just met or someone you work with. Yeah, but... yeah, especially if it's someone you work with and you don't want to make it, like, awkward. And that's difficult. But I just, uh, the sooner... You can cut off that kind of conversations like she eventually did, right? the better. 
Because then you don't shut, have to listen to him say exactly. those horrible things. You just got to shut that down. It's, um, you know, it's interesting. We've come, we've asked the question a few times about like dating, like people at work. Mm. And this situation is, I guess, a little different because he was like a temp. Because they were just there for like training. It's like, it's like Ryan the temp. Right. <clears throat> but, uh, no, it's still, it's still awkward. And a lot of the time, especially at work, it's inappropriate. It's especially inappropriate at work. Um, so much so that he got fired. I mean, yeah, <laughs> laid I mean, off. Lou wasn't even the one who reported him. Yeah, so that means he was. It wasn't just her, right? That's... That means that potentially he was uh, he was using this kind of language and behavior around more than just her, which is shocking. Because where did he find the time? No kidding, no kidding. It was like thirty six hours <laughs> from like the time that she met him, and then like forty eight hours from the time she met him for the time he like got kicked out or fired and then flew back. It's like douchebag Olympics. It's a new record. Oh my gosh. It's just so, so gross. Oh, I don't geez. know why people, why this guy would think that this is something that works. It's because it probably has worked for him before. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but I mean, some people are different. I understand, but typically within the first, within the first 36 hours of knowing someone, you typically don't dive into some of this crap. Like these questions, these questions are like inappropriate for some of the best of friends, let alone people that you've known for that long. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, or that, that little of time. Yep. It's very, very strong. He's like, I'm only here for a short period of time. So I just have to get <laughs> gotta, to know them as fast as possible. Gotta shoot my wad and uh, gotta be gone. Gotta, gotta get, gotta go, gotta go fast. <laughs> it's like the Sonic of hedgehog of douchebags. There you go. Cow. It's uh, it's unfortunate that like that like that's just like standard, right? That that's just something that's probably worked before for him. And that's not even for people who are just in town for the weekend or whatever. This is this is how some people like do it every weekend. Like no, this like is, at this the is bars. Like, this is how they date. This is this is what they think is the best way to meet women. Is okay. So that's um, and that's unfortunate, right? That the like the first date goes like well. But this person's like that's an absolute right. creep. You know what? Like, you know what? That's kind of like reminiscent of is that like, sure, the first date will go well, but in private, this person's kind of like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. It's like um, Ted Bundy. Only and Lou's parents people. were there. Thank goodness. Yeah. Like, and of course he's going to be like polite and stuff. Which was weird because, you know, he brought the flowers and then he gave it to oh, her yeah. mom. Well, I mean, he brought the flowers, I'm sure, for Lou and then saw saw them saw her mom and was like oh, right yeah. but he didn't even know they were coming but right. then he's like oh i do this for all the moms I do this for all the moms it's yeah, like right. you're making that up you sack of crap you're 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 lying so what yeah it leads me to believe that this is a pattern that he's done it before and that he's used to it working mm-hmm. i mean ted bundy murdered people on the third date right so i mean yeah i mean that's <laughs> and 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 i don't want to like call this guy like a murderer or a serial killer right but i'll do it I'll do it. Um, but it's just, I mean, it's almost that kind of pattern, right? That He's from Florida, Ian. What do you I think know, he was going to do? I know, I know, I know, I know. Try not to be statist. Oh, sorry, Florida. That's like the inappropriate term because a statist is, well, anyway, I don't want to get political. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, because you know if you make fun of Florida, someone from Florida is going to come out here and get you. Yeah, and they're, yeah, and, yeah, and they're Again, snow, sorry, snowbird Florida. grandparents. <laughs> um, but it's... Man. So, I mean, like, there's not really much to dissect with the date, right? Because, I mean, 
I mean, what would you say? I mean, if you're feeling uncomfortable with a date, I would say that inviting your parents to something like, and again, it's not going to dinner. It's not going to a movie. It's a football game, right? Where it's a, typically it's a social activity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not unregular or unusual to see like family members there or other friends there. Yeah, it's a social So I don't, I don't, I don't, and, and she was uncomfortable, right? So I don't slight that on her in the slightest. Mm -mm. Like that is not, um, that is not her fault. Um, and well, I mean, when you, when you put it on, when you put it up and you compare the two, you know, oh, she brought her parents, but he did A, B, C, D, E, F, G, oh, you know, gosh. comparing right. like, the two of them. No, that's the thing. Like you can't, <laughs> even if you think that bringing your parents to a football game is bad, what he did is substantially oh, no, worse. Yeah. And that's like the point, right? Is that like at any time. You know, anybody who says, oh, well, then, you know, she's the weird one. No, she's she did everything that she was supposed to do. Um, and in fact, it worked out the best it could have with him being getting fired and sent back to Florida. It's like he's being, you know, like kicked out of the country. Because clearly he doesn't back have a to problem. Florida. He doesn't have a problem. It's a different country. <laughs> it's a completely different part of the. Yeah, because clearly he doesn't have a problem hitting on women inappropriately in front of children. So. Oh my god! Maybe if she Freaking brings adults that he hospital. won't. Yeah, those poor being kids. Extradited. But it, but it's it, it's in the United States now. Florida's now. We're we're kind of no. We're kind of done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the gif of what's his face? Who's just like nah, oh Jonah Hill? Who's yeah, like cut? Like, cut like, it like, off. Oh man, no, no, it's no not more. good. Um, but uh, yeah, this guy sounds like an absolute nut job. Like. It sounds like the guy who's like, what's happened to us after like the first two hours? He's like calling her at a super late hour and talks to her for three hours. And he's When he's supposed to be at work? Oh, that's right. He was Remember? supposed to be at work. So mm -hmm. he's probably just like in a closet, like crying. And there's like other nurses walking by and they, you know, it's just like. Here's some muffled like crying and like some, some, some like, uh, some sniffles. Yeah. And the other doctors are like, what's going on? And the other one's like, don't just. Just leave he's, him. He's, he's one of the part timers. Let's uh, <laughs> trust me. We want him in the closet. He's actually worthless. <laughs> he's garbage. In fact, he's he's actually a danger to these kids. Like being here, <laughs> he doesn't know how to do his job, which is literally like t like keeping track of their health, <laughs> and he doesn't know how to do it. How and do that's you what get he was... into that position and you, not know what to do? You just you just. You fake it till you make it, I guess. I don't know. And ma maybe he didn't know what to do. Maybe he just didn't want to because he wanted to, like, just... Oh, maybe he's just a lazy douche. Yeah, maybe that, right? He, mm -hmm. he might have known how to do the job. He just didn't do it. I just it. want Lou to do it. Right. And, and I'll just follow he her. just wanted Lou to do it, and he just wanted to, like, be able to talk to her about other stuff. I don't want to talk about work. I want to talk about, like, if, you're, if your dad's ever cheated on your mom. <laughs> She's like... He's like, all you want to do is talk about like work. Like you're just so work focused. And she's like, we need like, we're at work. <laughs> we need to take their heart. <laughs> we need to get their blood pressure. These kids are sick, you freak. <laughs> He's like, I just don't understand why all you can talk about is medicine, dude. Why are you so obsessed with these kids? As like, as like, she's literally taking the vitals of like some poor kid. She's like, open heart surgery. He's like, you never have time for me anymore. <laughs> This is a sterile room. Get out. <laughs> Are you posting this on Snapchat, you like, psychopath? Just here. <laughs> and his like hand is against like the window. He's, he's like, like pushed the parents aside and he's like, I'm so sad. He's like breathing on the glass. Like, <sighs> and like makes a little. 
little, little heart. heart with their initials, and she's just like, like little oh little crack in the heart. Lou, please. Like, no, he sounds. Has to like, he's like, I just want, and I don't even think, and that's the thing. I don't even think he like is that emotionally broken up about it. I think he just was in it for like phys- purely physical. Mm-hmm. Like he just wanted some. Like he he just looking, wanted to get it. He was looking for a girl in a random town so he could. Which, if you're a high schooler, I get. But this is like a grown ass man. Like this is a this is an adult. Like, sh- like come on, grow up. This was an employee yeah. in a children's hospital. This was a coworker at a yeah at a children's hospital. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, all all hospital. Like I get like I get it. I've seen Grey's Anatomy. I know how doctors use the break room. But yeah, because we yeah. But, you know, understand everyone, Alex is being completely sarcastic when he's talking about Grey's Anatomy as an accurate depiction of daily, like, medical staff activity. I've heard that it's, like, one of the worst depictions of medical accuracy in television history. I've got a friend um, who, like, every time I'm sick, I'll, like, ask her, like, what's going on with me? And she's like, let me, let me, let me reference my Grey's Anatomy knowledge and get back to you. <laughs> No, watch Scrubs. They're more accurate. Watch Scrubs. <laughs> That's the truth. Scrubs is the most accurate medical show, That's, I believe. That is that I didn't. I would not have guessed that. They wear their stethoscopes the right way. I would have guessed ER or which something. Which Grey's Anatomy does not. Like one of those like old ones. Yeah, or like House. House. The rule book. Basically, you just have to be really mad. I don't listen to the rules. I've got no time. I'm thinking too hard. Like, doctor, we need to take care of these children. He's like, I don't live by the rules. I'm going to hit on this woman. This will save. This is what this child needs is for me to get a gal. <laughs> Dr. House, Dr. House, this girl is complaining about ado- abdominal, uh, uh, abdominal plant. Uh, oh, I can't even say it. Jeez. <laughs> take two. Uh, uh, her, her tummy hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. House is saying, did you look for mustard seeds outside her window? They're like, what does that have to do with it? Oh my gosh, there are mustard seeds outside a window. Well, in a region in Japan, you see. Guess what? That is make like, you know. And then he'll like, <laughs> just like, come up with some random... What if that's ab- how, like... Abdominal. 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 Yeah, there we go. <laughs> abdominal. I got it. <laughs> what if that's how he, like, sounded at work, though? They're like, how's this patient? Uh, her, like, her... Tummy. Tummy hurts. <laughs> That's me. That's how I have to So I gave her like things. 18 Tums. It was really good. It was so good. The Tums taste kind of like chalk, but like kind of like Necco wafers. Have you ever had a Necco? I just... Do you like Neccos? I crush them up into Sunny D. <laughs> Gross. It's like little gin and juice. <laughs> little gin and juice. Um, but uh, this guy sounds completely inept, completely obsessed, and completely deluded. Have you ever had like a fun three-hour phone call? Depends with depends on the person. To be frank, I mean, I've I've talked to my mission phone calls. Remember? Oh yeah. Okay. Even though they were only supposed to be forty-five minutes. Yeah. I... Yeah, I didn't listen. Oh. <laughs> for those of you who did, like, God bless you, and you received blessings for it. No, I talked to my family for like three hours on Christmas. Yeah. Oh my my companion during the time was a. It's it's not worth getting into, but dude, if I'm talking to my family who I haven't seen in two years, and you're pointing to your watch, you're gonna get my fist. Well, not in your face because that's against the rules, but <laughs> like shooken at you, I will shake my fist vigorously. I don't know if I had someone calling me at like midnight or whenever it was, 
late in the evening and it was someone that I didn't really care for. Like, you know, I'd answer, yeah, you know, I'd answer it maybe because maybe they needed help. Like, yeah, maybe they needed help or maybe they had a question, but at the same time to talk for three hours, (laughs) I would just, I'd be so tired. God, dude, I can't even, I'm, I'm so like, I've got such a short attention span. I I couldn't do it. And I'm one of those people who, like, when I'm on a phone call, I have to, like, walk around and do stuff same, when I'm on the same. phone. Or, like, when it's a phone call, I mean, my wife will tell you, right? I, I am a jerk on the phone. I mm-hmm. will pick it up and be like, hi, how are you doing? Good. What do you want? Like, tell me. Like, what is it? Well, we were just, uh, I was just wondering what you were doing. I'm, 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 I'm working. I'm. What, what you working on? And that's. You having fun? I'm like, well, fine. Never mind. I'm sorry I called. And I'm like, I'm I'm sorry you called. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's your fault. It's <laughs> please, please don't call me. Text me. Yes. Gosh, that was always scary too. Like when you're first getting to know a girl and you've just been texting from that point and then suddenly like they're just like, can I call you? Or they don't even text you. That. They just call you and you're like, uh, uh, what, oh, what, why? Oh God, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. <laughs> so I haven't even met her yet. <laughs> This isn't my problem. We haven't even been out yet. Oh, God. And then she's like, I just need to talk to you about my roommate because they're being really mean. And I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> I just feel like this is something that could continue in text form. Yeah. And you're like sitting there and like, what do they want you to do except for like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. No, she sounds like a B. Yeah. No, she's awful. I've been yeah. talking to you for two weeks and I have no idea who your roommates are, but yeah, you're definitely right. You're right and they're wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, you're smarter. Absolutely. Well, they sound just absolutely uh, unreasonable. I don't know why they would get the whole grain bread at the grocery store. I completely agree that white is better. They should know how to snake a drain. You're right. I I don't... <laughs> I don't get why they wouldn't plug your phone in when you but fell asleep. In this case, especially like with the red flag she was talking about um with this person like calling that late you know he's definitely and asking her those questions you know he's like sitting there in the supply closet just just going at it (laughs) you know he is just instead of like he's not that guy who's sobbing just like what happened to us he's that guy who's like yeah are you in bed with a man well i've been talking to you for like two hours so if i was he's sure as hell gone now dude (laughs) feel like he'd be bored or asleep because it's 2 a.m you tool have your parents ever been divorced or did your mom ever cheat on your dad? Are you like, first of all, are you in bed? I don't think you need to know that. And second of all, I don't know if I should know that. And I don't really want to ask him that. Are you in bed? Are you, are you wearing clothes? It's 1 a.m. Yeah. I'm are in you, bed and I'm wearing you, clothes. Are you, are you, are you naked under the clothes? I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Bye. I'm hanging up. That pisses me off. Guys are gross. Totally. Well, I mean, this guy is for sure. Yeah, that one. The judge, the jury's out on like the rest of us. Well, not me, but I'm gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm acceptable about it. Yeah. I I'm, do it in the sanctity of my home. I'm plucky. and <laughs> I don't do it in a hospital. Yeah, and I don't do it in a children's hospital. Think of the worst place. Worst place you can do it. Go. Uh, uh, uh. Besides like a church, <laughs> besides a church podium, what's the worst place? The next is child freaking hospital. Just 
you know, one time at my cousin's baptism. Oh my gosh. Her bar mitzvah. At a bar mitzvah? Hey, that's a pretty good that's a good, that's a good one. I feel like that's a... Anyway. Oh man. Okay. So how do we how do we help people in this situation? Who have found themselves in a similar similar circumstance? I would suggest as soon as you start getting red flags or I mean, even a feeling, right? I would say try to, I mean, get out of it. Just cut the person off. Even if they're at work. At work, you are observed. At work, you are um, supervised. At work, there are people around you. You can be safe at work. You should be safe at work. If you're not, there are legal repercussions. At home, you do not, you, you should not have to suffer through that crap. Like, don't deal with the person. And if you're nervous, if they're going to see you at work, complain. That's something that I run into a lot with, not just women, but guys too, who are uncomfortable with the way that they're being treated, but they won't like block or delete numbers. And I think that's a totally acceptable response. Absolutely. Because I'll talk to him about it and I'll be like, look, he's making you uncomfortable or she's making you uncomfortable. They're being really forward and you've talked to him about how they're making you feel and they're not respecting you. Just block their number and they're just like, well, no, I don't want to be like too extreme about it too extreme i'm like, like they're already you're, you're being not you're extreme. not you're not keying his car you're not killing his cat and leaving the head in the bed you're blocking their number this wasn't even an option up until like recently in history it used to be that they shrugged you at the dance and like your families hated each other for generations come on that's extreme just block their number get rid of them on social media delete snapchat you twits but I like Snapchat. Well, block them on Snapchat. You don't need to delete it. You used to have to go down to the government building or the phone building and get your number changed, and then they'd figure it out again a month later, and then you'd go through the whole process. It's just a whole pain. But now you can just block it. And that's a... Uh, I don't know. If that's not the solution, I would say you just need to be assertive, which I know I am terrible at being. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot tell people how I feel a lot of the time. Especially when they make me uncomfortable, I'm just kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's just... They're just weird, you know. It's just a thing that Sorry. I'm going to deal do with I, forever. Do I make you uncomfortable a lot? And just up to this point, you've never said anything? Yeah, this is like... I devised this plan where we would make a podcast, and we would get a couple of episodes in, and then eventually one of these stories would come around, and I could just tell Finally, you... you could tell me how... You could tell me how uncomfortable I make you. Right. I just... Uh, everything I've done is just, you know... To humor you. Well, and first and foremost, I mean, it's just like, um, it's just like, uh, um, abuse. It's just like, uh, um, wow, man, how do I, how do I put this? Because I, I, I want to be empathetic. I want to, I want to have empathy. I want to be sympathetic. I want to make sure that we're okay. It's just like in the case of like harassment, it's like border. That is like what he was doing is, is harassment. It's sexual like, harassment is like harassment and if if it gets to that point and again first and foremost it is never your fault never your fault it is never your fault um whose fault the the victim the person i was being snarky oh you tool sorry not i'm not talking about someone specific you but it's not their it's not their fault i almost called you a really mean word i was thinking of uh goodwill hunting oh Ian. oh it's not your fault it's not your fault uh robin williams you will be missed um but it's not your fault um and if it's what work fortunately 
you should be working for an organization that has human resources and those human resources need to take your complaint seriously, especially in a case like this where it's just so quick and so aggressive. They need to be made aware of those things as soon as possible because if they're not made aware of them um, as soon as possible, this can happen to more than just one person. Right. And it can be like a whole strew of things. Right. Because he'll leave, you know, he'll yeah. get laid off, but he'll just go back to Florida Yeah, yep. where yep. it's yep. going to yep. happen yep. to people in Florida. So like this needs to be, this needs to be, you know, you're not just helping yourself, you're helping other people. Right. And this guy or gal, you know, this guy specifically, obviously there's some issues, there's some issues there, but hopefully, you know, this guy got, went and got the help he needed because there's some serious emotional and what almost appear to be like psychotic, you know, kind of the the stalking the the calling from different numbers the calling nine times different forms of communication um it, it appears to be either someone who's just ridiculously horny um which i'm kind of leaning towards or someone who is borderline sociopath or to our florida listeners a perfect gentleman <laughs> <laughs> that boy that boy was raised good <laughs> Like he called you nine times. That is so romantic. That is so romantic. He just he just wants you. I don't know what a Florida accent is. I don't. I guess it's like super like drawl. Again, I like things about Florida, and I know people from Florida that I like. I just you know, you everyone keep, knows a Florida man story. Keep, uh, yeah, a Florida and man story. Ours. I was gonna say you keep bringing it back to Florida, but I mean it is like the Florida man. <clears throat> Like the guy who will take the, uh, like, I mean, just think of something random. I bet this happened. I bet some guy took like an elephant tusk and held up a convenience store like with it. That just sounds like something that would happen in Florida. But and, then you got to, you got that's the first part of it. You oh, gotta, yeah. Oh, you got to yeah. raise it to a second level. You're so right. like the clerk was his ex-wife and she shot him with a toy gun. Like, and, and then take, it, a, to take it a step farther. The toy gun was a squirt gun and the squirt gun was full of gasoline. Or like snake acid. Yeah, or snake acid. What what do, what do snakes have? Venom. Snake venom. There you go. Snake acid. <laughs> you know. This, the bad juice. Snake juice. <laughs> the bad juice. The, 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 the snake glock. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I like that term. But uh, yeah, not to blame Florida. Just, uh, yeah, because it's not your fault either, Florida. This, it's not your fault. This it's... aggressive man who was supposed to be someone who came to help do their job uh, not only didn't work there, but also harassed all of the Gosh, coworkers. But yeah, um, I would say, yeah, going back, just try to try to cut it off as soon as possible, as soon as you're starting to get that inkling. I mean, and it's different than like, oh, I just don't like him or something like that. Cause I mean, my wife didn't like me the first time she met me. She thought I was a douche, which I probably was, but no one would make that connection. Shut up. I'm going to, you, you're, you're talking a lot of smack for someone in nut kicking distance. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> He's stroking my leg with his foot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We don't have an HR here. Cassidy. <laughs> no. Looking like a double wide surprise. <laughs> <laughs> i'm anyway. sorry we shouldn't joke about that i don't want to i don't want to trigger anybody um but uh yeah that was one of our more creepy stories 
Um, and I'm trying to like find, I'm just trying to find like more ways to make fun of this guy and like emasculate him. I'm just glad. I think that this could have been a lot worse. Totally. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like there was a lot of potential hotel room Mm -hmm. or if they'd gone on the date alone or if she had like come over when he called her at midnight, whatever, like it could have been a lot worse. And the steps she took then were good. Yes, absolutely. Always be cautious around, you know, these type of folk. They are, I mean, they... As soon as you get that, as soon as you get that bad feeling, just do not hesitate because it's always best to err on the side of caution. Always best to err on the side of caution because in that case, you're back to where you were and that's lonely. He's like texting his friends at at like 3 a.m. and he's like, she's not coming over. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. She doesn't want to come to my hotel room. I call her at like a reasonable hour and talk to her and ask her like a lot of polite get to know you questions you know i'm playing the field i'm running the gauntlet what's what's her deal i don't understand i mean does she not get florida's a different time yeah man but it's like 2 a.m so that just means it's like 4 a.m in florida like 4 or 5 a.m in florida <laughs> all of his friends are like this is completely reasonable she's being outrageous absolutely she is insane he's like i'm gonna send this story into a podcast <laughs> god what a tool, man. That oh, just frustrates me. I'm just glad it would add like a clean cutoff, you know, clean ending. Glad yeah. This didn't end in like a stocking. Um, but uh, let's, let's see. What else can we do to, what else can we do to help? I think just reach out to other people like she did with her mother. Yeah. That's it. That's a really co-workers. good, that's a really good, exp- that's a, I love that. Cause if it's just you that knows about it, you know, you can't, uh, you know, you get so boxed into this one view of how things are happening. You don't have another person's outside perspective. And I think not to say you need to bring other people into your relationship as soon as you start having problems. But if you're feeling harassed, you should talk to other people and be Absolutely. like, hey. Well, it's just like if you were going hiking or camping or something. You need, especially if you're alone, um, you need to tell other people where you're going. You need to give them a timetable of where you are, where mm-hmm. you're going to be. And most cases, you shouldn't be alone. Right. You shouldn't go hiking alone. You shouldn't go camping alone. You probably shouldn't go on this date, especially first date or even second date, alone. Fair. Which I apologize to my wife once again if you guys heard that story. <laughs> uh, I'm such an ignorant fool. Well, hopefully this guy learned as you did. I don't think he did. Well, it all started when I got uh, laid off of my job at a children's hospital when I didn't work and I hit on women aggressively. Dude, and that's we, when I realized that there might have been a problem with the way I had We can only hope acted. that like that's how it happened. Something tells me that it didn't. Press F for respects, homie. <laughs> um, but Boop. no, I'm glad it worked out okay. I'm glad she's safe. I'm glad that this guy is gone out of her life. And I'm glad... She can move on to better dates. Let us hope that none of us end the, end up the same way. That's just that's just bad, man. That's just that's just wrong. Just don't date doctors is the lesson I'm taking away from this, right, he Ian? Was, he wasn't a doctor. He was a temp. That oh, that sounds much better. Don't date temps. Yeah, he was like a temp that like trained them on like specific equipment. wasn't He wasn't a doctor. Like this here is the stethoscope, and they're like, "That is a tongue thermometer. That is not a stethoscope." <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't even know enough like medical terminology to like be able to like say what it is, but I definitely know that's not what that is. What's the tongue stick? No, that's what he says. Are you a doctor here? And he like stole a jacket, <laughs> stole one of like the the white ones, and he's like, "Yes, this here, this woman suffers from uh, a tummy ache." <laughs> As I said before, it looks like her legs are missing. That's probably why she's upset. Ah, yes, that would do it. Were those? Did she have legs before? Did you read the report? As or? far as I can remember, it's <laughs> <laughs> like as long as I can remember. You can... Oh, I'm. Well, she did before the operation, but I saved her. <laughs> she came in for constant headaches. Yes, but now this will distract her from the headaches. That's, that's what my grandpa used to do. I hurt grandpa, and then he'd slap me in the head. Ow, that hurt. You're not thinking about that anymore, are you? <laughs> like, now I'm thinking about both. <laughs> I'm thinking about the years of trauma this will pile on. Now more of me, now more of me hurts. <laughs> um, but uh, stay safe out there, people. Uh, especially, I mean, not just in situations like this, but because of the situation we're in now. Stay safe, stay healthy. Please wash your hands, stay clean, and, uh, you know, stay home. Yep. I know it's lonely, but uh, there have been worse things. <laughs> I'd rather be lonely than, you know, get hit on by a creep and, you know, at three in the morning. Yeah, I'd rather be alone than take a phone call. <laughs> it's like so, so true. <laughs> there's nothing worse. There's nothing. There's no faster way you could kill my interest in you than to call me. <laughs> so what you doing? <laughs> I can meet. Oh, anyway, um, anything else for for these fine folk out there for our listeners, Alex? Um, just uh, don't talk to people who make you uncomfortable. Yep, there you go. Don't just cut it off. It's not your fault. It's theirs. So it's best to just. Uh, and if it's their fault, you can pretty much bet that they're not going to try to fix it. Uh, but with that, if you guys have any other stories, uh, creepy or awkward dating stories, please contact us on any of our social media pages. We've got an Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can email us at hugsandmrspodcast at gmail.com. That's hugsandmrspodcast spelled out at gmail.com. And with that, Alex, I bid you adieu, my friend. Farewell. I love you. Laya. Laya.